Hi, I'm Mike uh, from the Yeti, and we make video game merch. Uh, some of our clients are uh, Cuphead, Meat Boy. We do uh, games on Quick twice a year, and right now we're fulfilling merch for the Kickstarter for Wonderful 101. The Yeti started as kind of a, it's a fluke. <laughs> uh, I was working uh, a job that you know I was afraid would go away, and uh, I went to school for design, and you know wanted to get back into that so in Aurora here I started doing pop-up art galleries and most of the artists I would find either you know Twitter artists I don't, Instagram wasn't even that big right back then so I was, I was gathering all these artists local and and Glenn O'Neill from Vancouver he followed the same artist that I was asking to be in the show and he asked to be in the show so we did a you know a pop-up art gallery it was like toy themed art and then I did another one and another one and uh, selling the screen printed posters. So I'm, I'm a screen printer. And Glenn and myself, we kind of like, hey, it's easier to sell t-shirts than, than posters. So we tried a t-shirt here, a t-shirt there, and then we just kind of, we had all these different models we were gonna go with. One of them was kind of like a Kickstarter for shirts, which eventually happened with, with another company with huge uh, angel investments, which, you know, we never got. <laughs> but yeah, we basically took you know all these different um, like web services that were around and kind of cobbled them together to make a website so we we had big cartel was our our cart system we had a front page that kind of linked these other it would pay through PayPal it was kind of a like a DIY type website and it worked and uh, at that time we were outsourcing our t-shirts to local print shops and doing the 24 hours a day that was our uh, bottleneck. It was our customer service nightmare. It's because we couldn't control the print shops and the speed we were getting the shirts. So we saved all of our money that we made for the first two years until we could buy our own print shop. And that's kind of when we, you know, our, our opportunities opened up. We could pretty much do what we wanted. Like there are other t-shirt a day websites out there. We didn't start that. Me and Glenn being artists ourselves, we were kind of trying to work from the artist side of things and we had a really great group of artists and we watched them mature and grow while we worked with them and then they you know they start going they work at Disney they work at Lego they work at all these incredible places now like, it's almost like high school like every few years you get a, a new roster of artists that we get to work with and that's where we're really fortunate is always have good relationships with artists all over the world and that's that's kind of been our backbone from the beginning and as we kind of grew it, we, we got those relationships with uh, independent video game developers. Artists, they make the art, they're too busy to sell the merch. Video game, they're too busy making the games to sell the merch. So we kind of fill that void and we are able to bring artist works, you know, video, indie video games. Now we're into some of the AAA titles. So we've really just kind of grown with, with the market. Do you feel like there's like a lot of power in art for screen printers like is that something they should be investing in i mean is it you know if, if, if you're if you were going to talk to a new screen printer would you say hey really focus on the art would you say hey really focus on like the printing really focus on the business like, i think it depends what what kind of business you want if you you want to have someone on staff that i mean we've all been there where <laughs> the person comes in hey i want this shirt here's the art it's you know jpegs they stole off websites and it, it just won't work but if you have an artist there that can, you know, make something, 
make it properly set up for screen printing because that's another issue. Nothing's ever set up for screen printing. You have to charge for your art time because if you start giving it away for free, they'll take advantage of it and the customer. But as long as you have a good relationship from the beginning, letting the customer know, hey, your art isn't going to work. We need to recreate the art. Here's our artist. And every step of the way, get approvals. It's great. The hiring process here has been... I guess we, I kind of do everything they tell you not to do. They don't hire your friends. I've hired friends from college, and, and they're the greatest employees I have. Kevin, who works here, when you do a design with us, we send you some, some production samples or like just freebies. And I noticed he lived in Aurora, so I, I emailed him, hey, you want to come in and, and take, a, take a tour and meet? So he came in, and then I think our game sung quick, like busy time came around, and I post hey, I'm looking for people. He comes, I'm like, this is for, you know, just helping fill orders. So he started there, and we always knew he kind of wanted to draw, or he was an artist. And we asked him, do you want to draw shirts and, and art for that? He's like, no, keep it separate. And then eventually he started doing, like, little promo Yeti drawings, and then he kind of decided he wanted to move over to the art side full-time. And then we hired his friend Stacy, and then we find out that she's a fantastic photographer. So then she started taking our product shots and that's when you know <laughs> everything started looking r really nice on our website and then she has an intention for detail and then you know she kind of picked up on marketing and so now she does photography and marketing for us but you do have the um games done quick uh, rush periods too right yeah that happens twice a year which is right after the christmas kind of rush so our november to February is kind of a madhouse around here. They know when it's coming. We talk about it before. We'll print as many kind of designs that we know will sell really well. We get try to print those ahead of time because we know we're going to get 20, 30,000 shirt orders. And then they kind of split off into two uh, shifts. I talked because I was talking when we moved in here. We had room for another uh, another press. And they're like, don't, don't spend the money on another press. Let's do two shifts. You know, I'm like, all right, if you guys are, are comfortable with that, and then, you know, save me a lot of money. <laughs> so it was an artist that we worked with from the very beginning, uh, Carrie Fry. She kind of got us in, involved with Games on Quick, and, you know, it was in, it used to be very small, like in a hotel room, and yeah. it was just a couple people. So we kind of started very, very early in the kind of the, the now it's like a telethon, and it, it raises $3 million. So we were lucky just to be friends with Carrie and she kind of introduced us to this this organization and this world and then we kind of grew with them and it's been a it's been a great relationship as they grew they're kind of struggling with the amount of shirts they had on site so now we send a full team just to hand out shirts and uh, we are able to sell some merch for people that didn't pre-order shirts but it's, it's a fun week and we get to go out there and see you know, be on site, which is always amazing, especially when they hit the million, two million milestone. Everybody goes crazy. You have this this core business with the incredible art, the screen printing, games done quick, the high volume, sort of the e-commerce printing too. But um, you also release a shirt every day, and it's fourteen dollars. Yeah, or mostly every day. In the times where we're not doing a special event or a marathon, yeah, we have two shirts come out every day. It's like line pairing. We try to pair the designs to work with each other. Like we have those rosters of artists. I mean, they come in, and that's kind of how they get their foot in the door. They, you know, we see like designs coming through our, our submission process. Well, these are really good. We'll like look at their like portfolio. We'll reach out like, hey, your stuff is really great. I hope you kind of 
can continue working with us and they grow and then and then when we have like an Ultraman opportunity, hey, we need some Ultraman designs. Do you think you can work up some sketches? And then we get those approved and now we have like official Ultraman. The bigger the license, the slower the process. Mm, okay. So when that's a thing we've learned with, when we work with indie games, they're like, yeah, that's great. And we can make it. You know, as the licenses grow, we get bigger opportunities. It's slower, it's a slower burn because there's more approvals, you know, going down the line. Is there anything about like running a business like this that keeps you up at night? We have 20 employees now, so the bigger we get, the, the more stressful it gets. I used to have my, you know, my hands in everything, so I kind of knew everything that was going on. Now I have a lot of, um, I rely on people. So that kind of keeps me up at night. That's a, that's a hard thing to do, but in the long run, if you don't delegate, you, you won't sleep and you'll just crash and burn. So delegating was a big thing that I've been trying to do the last couple of years and it's finding the right people. When you're selling direct to customer, there's no way you can kind of like force them to buy things. So if you have, if you're putting out product and nobody's selling it or nobody's buying it, it's uh, it could create a lot of stress. So, and that's kind of why uh, with our print shop, I wanted to kind of have a steady flow of contract we're coming into on the side. So we're always, the print shops, the print, uh, the press is always spinning. And, uh, you know, I always have their, uh, their paychecks, <laughs> you know, gotcha. there just keeping busy, I guess. If you so. had any advice for like a, a screen printer starting out now, what, what would you say? Before you, you know, you kind of go out there and get the, the speedball kit from, from Hobby Lobby, uh, there's a book, what's it called? It's by Andy McDougall. I think it's Screen Printing Today. I'm embarrassed I don't know the name of it, but it, yeah, it's by Andy McDougall. It goes through everything. If you read that front to back, before you even make your mistakes, you'll kind of know how to fix them. I went to NIU, I learned screen printing. Uh, we made our own screens out of, you know, the two by fours and stretched our own screens. And I don't even know how we got images onto paper. Uh, it was that kind of DIY. So by the time I got some real equipment, it was it was fantastic. But yeah, learn the process. Don't be stubborn. If someone tells, gives you advice, uh, get an exposure calculator. You'll burn a thousand screens trying to get it right. Just get a calculator, you burn four screens, and then you can lock it in. That's, I tell people, uh, there's a Reddit screen printing. That's just get an exposure calculator. They're like thirty bucks. Is there anything you're really like looking forward to, or were there any big wins in the last year? Uh, right now, it's uh, it's that Kickstarter with Wonderful 101. It's for a game that was on Wii U that I don't think it had reached a full audience. So we got to be a part of it. We worked with uh, Platinum Games. I'm going to say Glenn, my business partner. He worked with Platinum Games. I kind of just worried about everything. So we're making everything I like doing: toys, records t-shirts merch kickstarters historically don't have a great uh reputation for getting out <laughs> on time but that's our that's our goal is to get everything out on time and you know kind of show all these new customers like what we can what we can do here and we're a different kind of screen print shop we're not the traditional uh you know come and take orders here's your shirts we print our own stuff for our own brand and through screen printing like we started with the shirts it allowed me kind of go back to the posters where I started. And then it just gave us so much opportunity to kind of create our own kind of fan base where we can work with these awesome games and make everything, like we made vinyl toys, we made 
we've made over 50 vinyl records for uh, soundtracks for video games so it's really kind of my bucket list of making everything that I've always wanted to make and I, I'm, a, I'm a maker that's kind of I always just want to put out like really cool products and I hope people enjoy them and that's kind of what makes me happy is <laughs> it's just making stuff and then seeing people like people tweet or Instagram like pictures of it that they're stoked to get it and that's really great we're in a place where if we kind of keep on the same track with our ideals of making cool stuff with with people I think we'll we'll be around for for a couple more years <laughs> awesome Mike. and I just jinxed it <laughs> we're closing <laughs> I next don't week think so. awesome Mike. thanks so much